welcome to the Travel Coach Network podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel, all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great. Let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome back to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahara Zavor, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and the creator and instructor of the Travel Coach Certification Program. Today's episode is going to be centered on the SCIFT 2023 mega trends. If you're not familiar what SCIFT, S-K-I-F-T is, it's a really great media outlet resource for the future and innovations and tech and everything in the tourism and hospitality industry. It's just a really great platform that has a lot of really great industry news and what's up to date in the future of travel. So every year they do a mega trends. They have a live event and then they also do a an article post event and the article dives deeper into all their mega trends. And so I combed through that article and each of the mega trends and I found that there was an overlying theme across all of them, which is actually a really exciting thing to talk about in the tourism industry and moving forward, is an emotional touch to travel. So that emotion behind why people travel and that emotional connection to travel. So that is spread across whether you're hotels, destinations, travel agencies, travel coaches. It's really important to understand the direction of traveler behavior and the direction of the tourism industry in order to be creative and attract travelers and to grow your business and your brand moving forward. So one of the trends, I'm not going to touch on all the trends, but I'm going to touch on some of the trends that I found the most aligned with with what I believe and found the most interesting. So one of the trends was talking about millennials having more purchasing power and wanting more unique and distinctive experiences. And according to Skip Research, that 70% of American millennials and Gen Zs report seeking out travel experiences that their family and friends have not heard of. And that number goes up to 90% for millennials and Gen Zs in China. And I found this really interesting because not only does the article talk about how it's well established that millennials also prefer experiences over things, but they also just don't want any type of experience. And as a millennial myself, and many of you who might be listening to this podcast episode are also a millennial, or maybe you're a Gen Z, and you can relate to this, why you value experiences. 
And so why this is important for hospitality and tourism companies or your travel professional or entrepreneur, it's important to understand that if you are trying to target or speak to that generation of travelers, it's about that emotional connection to why they want distinctive experiences that really get them out of their comfort zone and that are so unique that their friends and family have never heard of. I know for myself personally that these are sort of experiences are what help me find purpose in myself and in life and make me feel excited and fulfilled that get me out of my comfort zone and challenges me in different ways, but also introduces me to different people and cultures that I may not be familiar with. And to really have a sense of personal growth and development by being able to navigate on my own in these destinations, to figure out the languages to be reliant on how to get to an off the beaten path. So all of these different things that travel can bring to us is could it contribute to why this generation wants more unique and distinctive experiences, even ones and destinations that the friends and family, like the article said, have never heard of. So if you are in this demographic of millennials and Gen Z's, I want to hear from you too. So drop in the Travel Coach Network global community on Facebook or on Instagram, send me a message and let me know why do you value unique experiences? Even if you're not in that demographic, why do you value unique experiences? What does it mean to you? How does it make you feel? Because that emotional connection to these experiences is what you should be touching on in your marketing, in your services, and how you build your brand around the value of travel and why people should go on a trip and or go to your destination or go to your hotel or or use you as a travel agent or work with you as a travel coach. It's that emotional touch. Remember that why people make purchasing decisions is based on emotion as well. In a previous episode here on my podcast, I did an episode talking about why we don't actually sell travel and instead what people are actually opting into is a transformation, a change of a feeling, um, a specific outcome or results in their life. And that's what they're buying and hopefully achieving. And it's not the trip itself. And that is really key to understanding how you can set yourself apart if with your services, with your products, your destination, your hotel, whatever it might be that you do in the industry. And then when it comes to the desire for distinctive travel, well, why? Why do people want to have these experiences? It's not just about marketing the experiences. It's about getting to the roots of why they want to choose those experiences in order to better sell the experience in general. So that why, that pain point of the traveler, that emotional touch on what is this experience going to do for them? How is it going to transform them? How is it going to make them feel? That's what you want to incorporate. And The article also dove into remote work and the rise of remote work and digital nomads. Pre-pandemic, I already knew that remote work was going to be something that companies really needed to pay attention to. When I was just a aimless backpacker hopping around the globe, I was realizing the growth of uh, a trend, which was people quitting the nine to five to travel or people quitting their corporate job to travel the world. And... To me, I thought to myself, well, isn't that going to be a problem for companies if even executives are quitting their job, leaving their salaries behind, leaving everything that's been on paper that's perfect behind to travel? What is so 
appealing about travel that people are turning to? And why are companies not paying attention to this? So if you are catering towards remote workers, you're trying to help and work with remote workers or digital nomads of any sort, understand that that's a growing market too. Skiff Research estimates an adjustable market of $927 million a year in travel spend could be generated by U.S. digital nomads. That's a high number, and that's just in the U.S. Digital nomads are the vanguard of the anywhere traveler, but behind them come many more millennial Gen Zs, says Skiff. The generation desires for unique experiences and the social credit that comes from being a trailblazer of their social group. Destination and businesses can tap into this mega trend that are, are going to be more well-positioned to succeed. So that's from Skiff. Skiff says that in their article. So this is really important to understand. Like they said, if you are a, a business in tourism hospitality, you work with travelers, you're going to have to understand that why behind what is that emotional connection behind becoming a digital nomad? Is it a sense of freedom and flexibility? Is it a sense of escape? Is it a sense of entrepreneurship? Is it the flexibility in being able to change destinations and being in new environments? Is it being able to feel fulfilled finally visiting places that they've always had on their bucket list? Is it to be able to live a lifestyle that brings them more ease and, and happiness in it with more sunshine in a warmer destination or in a more affordable city? Whatever it might be, find that emotional connection between remote workers and how you can help them and why they actually want to travel. Another trend that Megatrends was talking about is short form content for marketing. As we know, social media is key to the tourism industry. We see that with the rise of the travel influencers, which is a whole nother story. We see that now with TikTok, Instagram obviously was already there, a highly impactful platform to influence where people traveled, where they go, who they stayed with, and more. So TikTok too is another platform that's really making a big impact. So short form content, which is essentially what TikTok is known for, um, Skip was talking about that in their mega trends. And so what this means for you as a travel coach, travel entrepreneur, travel business owner, is to think about not only the short form content. So when you think about the short form content that's put out there, you have to make it different than what you've already been doing. Just because the fact that it's short form does not mean that it's going to be even more impactful. It's the messaging behind it. It's the impact you can make in that short form. And that all ties to the emotional touch of the traveler as well. What I mean by that is instead of having full commercials that tours and hospitality companies did that were you know three minutes long or something, that they can show the beautiful beaches, their suites in their hotel, the people relaxing at the pool, whatever it is, and taking that now to 30 seconds or a minute or less in a short form, if you're showing the same things over and over again that everyone else is already showing and doing, doesn't matter if it's a short form, you want to make it appeal directly to the emotions of who you're trying to attract and speak to that. So. That is something if you are creating TikToks, creating Instagram, creating Reels, um, doing videos, short form content, it could be YouTube shorts or even just YouTube in general, be sure that you're incorporating the emotional aspect to why your ideal clients are traveling, why your ideal travelers want to go on a trip. 
that's super important. So hospitality and tourism companies are doing what they've always done, though, and shown they're just doing it in a more creative, concise, and modern way. If the tourism industry is showing that traveler behavior has changed, then you too need to start looking at the messaging around your services, your destinations, your offers, and not just the visuals of all of it. Mega trends that they also talked about was the shift in the luxury tourism industry. We were already hearing about this over the past couple of years. The definition of a luxury travel experience has been, is reshaping. You know, people are going from luxury of yachts and, you know, five-star hotels and full-service spas and all of these really big resorts to now, according to Skip's Megatrends report, now more than ever, luxury means providing travelers with the opportunity to be surrounded by nature, immersed in a region's culture, and offered bespoke once-in-a-lifetime experiences, end quote. They also go on to say, quote, authenticity, uniqueness, and bespoke experiences are increasingly important, increasing considerations for luxury travelers today, end quote. And so we want to think about why is that? Why would someone define and see culture, immersing in culture, community, time in nature, really customized experiences that speak directly to them, why would they define that as luxury? Well, when we think about, in my opinion, luxury, luxury is something that makes you feel something, right? That's why all of these luxury products, luxury brands have always made people feel like they have status. It's how Starbucks blew up. It wasn't about an overpriced cup of coffee. It was about making people feel like They were of a certain status by getting Starbucks. It's about the Rolexes, the fancy cars. It's about status. Those are luxury items. But when we think about luxury travel, it's about how does this make people feel? Well, we know travel makes us feel different in different ways at different times, depending on what our needs and our goals and our desires are. So, and travel also is embodied by a world of authenticity, of a holistic approach to wellness. And that's why we're seeing this shift in the definition of luxury travel, where people are just going back to the roots of what travel has to offer in the first place and applying that to their luxury experience because it makes them feel like they're fulfilled. It makes them feel like they're living the life they want. It makes them feel like it's the the mindset, the wellness goals. It's all that they're desiring, just like any luxury products out there make them feel too. And so if you are someone who talks a lot or if you target luxury travelers, think about what do they actually want? What are, what are the emotions behind what's driving them to want luxury items or luxury experiences and getting to the roots of that? Because when you can identify and help them have self-awareness, just like the foundation of travel coaching is, then you can help them decide on where they need to go, what kind of activities to do, what how to best spend their time, uh, what kind of experiences they need to have. Should they immerse in culture? Should they volunteer in the community? Should they spend time in nature? Should they go forest bathing? Should they relax at a beach and take in all the benefits that a beach has to offer? Should they get out of their comfort zone? Should they try new foods? What is, what is it that they're actually looking for? 
as human beings, because before we know it, just like the wellness travel industry is synonymous with travel in general, the luxury travel industry is going to be synonymous with travel as well, because we all know that being able to travel and have a travel experience is a luxurious experience in general. And a we all know that a travel experience is healing and wellness can bring a lot of wellness benefits to it, even if we don't define it or intentionally search for a wellness trip. And so these are just things for you to think about in your tourism and hospitality company, if you're a travel agent, travel coach, a travel brand of any sort. So they all boil down to this emotional touch. Even hotels, according to the megatrends, they were talking about hotels are even touching on emotions of the traveler of how instead of feeling lonely, they are addressing that so they can feel like they are now part of a community. They are feeling that they can have interactions with the guests and have human connection. So that emotional touch that hotels are doing is talking about the loneliness of travelers, whether it's because of the pandemic or for remote workers um, or solo travelers, whatever it might be. That is something to consider for your your business too, if that's who you're speaking to. The last trend that I'm going to touch on is a new meaning to wellness travel. Wellness travel is obviously kind of my bread and butter of what I'm most passionate about. And that obviously has an emotional touch as well. Every destination, every experience has something unique to offer that touches on a specific persona's emotions, desires, and needs. So you as a travel business, you want to speak to that. I did an article on LinkedIn where I shared the results of a Global Wellness Institute report. I think I might have, I also did a TCM podcast episode on that too, that showed that nature and local healthy food were the two main things that a traveler who was looking for a wellness related destination were looking for. And that ranked more than double than what spas and fitness did. So that says something very clear about what travelers are valuing and what they're looking for in terms of wellness. So if you um, target travelers who are looking for wellness-related experiences, whether it's uh, intentional or unintentional, think about all of the different healing ways that travel can help us, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, socially, intellectually, professionally, and more. Remember, travelers are smart. They're bombarded with marketing and choices and offers coming from every direction, especially nowadays when tourism and hospitality companies are fighting for their dollar and loyalty. What tourism and hospitality companies need to do is define what wellness and well-being mean to their brand and think outside of the box of the traditional idea of a wellness experience. No matter how many times or how many places you use the words transformative or wellness or bespoke or personalized, it doesn't mean anything until you define what that means for your business and your brand. Something that Emily Brown, the global vice president of well-being at Accor, the hotel chain, says is, quote, we want meaningful moments, a sense of enrichment, amazing photos, not we, uh, travelers, and a great story to share. This leads to a new consumer priorities, including a return to slow travel, a desire for self-improvement, positive travel, which means just making an impact in some way, and the idea that health is wealth, end quote. And so if these are concepts that you 
put into your marketing, your messaging centered around um, slow travel or feeling fulfilled and enriched through travel, having meaningful travel moments, self-improvement. Think about what that actually means for your business and your brand and define that because wellness travel could look like and mean anything. And it's really up to you to define that of what emotional connections are your clients making with the desire to go on a trip and, and speak to that. I want to thank you all so much. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Travel Coach Network. Come give us a hello at thetravelcoachnetwork.com. Join us in the Travel Coach Network global community on Facebook. That link to that and your free beginner's guide to travel coaching are in the show notes of every episode. If you know anyone who may be interested in being a travel coach, please send them our way to our podcast or our network. We truly appreciate it. And if you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, please do reach out. And until next time, I follow Wanders. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there. Thank you.